0: Are you looking for a podcast where you dig deep into your Disney emotions? Then you must be
1: thinking of another podcast. Hello, Kelsey. Hello, Robert. What is up? I am on the mend from a cold. Oh yeah. You, you... were on vacation this yeah. past weekend and came home early. I
0: did. It sucked. So, yeah, I was on vacation and like with my family at a little lake house in Lake Texoma. Okay. And uh I was so sick and like trying to hide it from them. Oh. But I, I started like you ever get so sick where you just like you're sitting at a table and the whole room is like turning colors and you're kind of hallucinating but you don't want to let it on i'm gonna have to say no god i i have not been this sick in a while and like just a few episodes ago i was just like i never get sick my immune system is so good but no
1: yeah. like yeah fucking... we we both were saying that and i was <laughs> sick at the time <laughs> so
0: yeah so this hit me like a truck full of karma i was fever dreaming like oh, bad shit. it was so bad but uh no yeah, I came bueno home. And I slept for like two days. But while I was sick, (coughs) I did have time to watch a movie. Okay. I traversed into
1: the (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Spider-Verse. I was just looking at this giant thread that Ferdin had posted of like, have you watched Spider-Verse? Look at all the Spider-Verse shit. Spider-Verse, 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 Spider-Verse. Hey. And I was just thinking, you know what? I'm going to ask her if she's watched that movie yet. Well, I have. And? I loved it. It's pretty good. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed
0: it. It was, it really kind of championed all of the art forms that a lot of people don't consider to be art, you know? Yeah. Like comic books, graffiti, rap. There's like so much good rap music in that score. Like it's fucking good. I love that movie. It's so good. And his graffiti
1: just made me so happy. It is a perfect movie, is it not?
0: Yeah, I, it's I enjoyed all of it. That big cube dude, he scared the shit out of me.
1: Oh, the kingpin?
0: He's hes a cube!
1: Yeah, he's real big in that one.
0: My cat just jumped on my desk and is licking my shake. Baby. Hey,
1: what's up?
0: That's not gonna be good for you. Hey, what's up? Hey, <laughs> can you get out of here?
1: But what is that? Or whatever. Kahasum? <laughs> I
0: mean. Let me have some. Yeah, whatever. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna have some. <laughs> Do you have a conversation with your pets when, oh, like, they're around? All the
0: time. Every day. I have different
1: voices for each of them. I seem to have that voice. Every animal just has a dumb <laughs> voice. Just like, hey, Hi, what's going on? Hi. Hey, I don't know a whole lot, but I like to look at what you're doing.
0: <laughs> I got um, Russian cats, so one of them is, like, extremely Russian. One ooh. of them is kind of Russian, but th- an American edge, and then... My baby cat Boosh is just straight American Valley Girl.
1: I don't remember if I'd ever mentioned it on this pod, but one time we went to Fry's Electronics uh-huh. to look for something for Richard together because you were like, "I don't know what this is supposed to be, but you know that stuff, so come with me." Uh huh. And your GPS oh my was God. a Russian lady that <laughs> yes. was mean as shit.
0: She was so rude. You I know, hated her. The turn turn around you messed it up again
1: i was like damn she is she's like berating you for she's driving very rude like slow down watch out for kit tree <laughs> <laughs> oh man i think about that all the time still my cat tree no you're russian gps lady <laughs> <laughs> i think about it all the time and i'm like man what a mean lady and it just, like, offends me sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just... Not not you. Her. I get offended at her still. She's rude. like, man. But so, uh, who was your favorite Spider-Man, though? I
0: liked... Probably Gwen.
1: I do love Gwen. Just because she's so, like, badass, you know? She's awesome. You would love her comics. So, in her comics, she's a drummer in a band. Yeah. Right? Um, she just, like, has an edge in her books. They're pretty cool. Uh, I like, I like Penny. The, like, <laughs> Oh my god, I forgot one. about her.
0: <laughs> she does
1: that like Mecca. That was so cool. Yeah. It was just different, you know? Very unexpected. You don't fit the Spider-Man mesh in any way like the rest <laughs> of them do. Like, you don't really have the powers. You just have a Spider-Man robot that you control. I know. You know? I just thought it was different. Um, so John Mulaney, who plays Spider-Ham, right? Does he really? Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) You didn't know that? No. Oh my God. That's so John Mulaney. That makes sense. Well, so he was cast to be, um, in a movie, right? They didn't tell him what it was for and they brought him into the booth and said, yeah, just start like recording lines. Like just kind of like read some stuff. And he didn't know what it was for. So to be cool... He did, like, a bunch of, like, really R-rated stuff, right? Like, (laughs) dirty material. Okay. bad words and all this shit. And they go, okay, so we see that you have the vibe for how the movie's gonna go. Like, you know, you've got your energy up, but we can't use any of what you said because this is a kid's movie. (laughs) And he was like, I wish you would have said that. (laughs) I wouldn't have wasted two hours cussing at you guys. Oh my god, that sounds like a fun waste of time, though. And then proceeded to do what's in the movie now. They were like, you are a Spider-Man pig. And he was like, oh, this makes more sense. Does it? <laughs> and then went on with it. I love Spider-Ham. My favorite part is when he gives him his hammer at the end and goes, y- it can fit in your pocket. It's <laughs> like, shut up. Float away. Get out of here.
0: Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. It made my sickness buy faster.
1: It's, like, everywhere. I've seen it on Instagram a lot lately of, There's like, a, lot a of bunch memes. of little kids that are into it now. Really? Did you watch the after credits? No. There's an after credits. Oh, man. I'm about to look it up on YouTube. So in the after credits, you get one of the Spider-Man that you didn't get. You get uh, 2099. Huh. And so he's Miguel something. I can't remember his last name. So he's, like, a Spanish one, right? Okay and his little robot's like where do you want to go and he goes let's go to where it all began and he hits a button and travels to 1962 with the original cartoon Cool. and there's just like a little interaction between him and the old cartoon one and they're just pointing at each other
0: (laughs) god there were so many like just references to all the other spider-mans just crammed into this movie like at the beginning when they're like that's me, and that's me, and that's me. And he's, like, yeah, doing the Spider-Man 3 dance. and
1: I know. It's so good. Like, I could do a whole pod on that movie, so I'm going to stop now. Okay. Because <laughs> I keep finding out new things about it, and it's almost a year old.
0: Yeah, like, like I can watch it so again. It's so packed and with, with stuff. Yeah, there's just, you find something new every time you go through it, I feel.
1: But, so, I'll tell you this one, and then I'll stop. Okay. Because I just heard this one. It was really cool. They go so deep into, like, trying to give you hints to the movie without ever saying anything to you that Miles Morales is animated at half speed. What? So there's 20 frames per second in these movies, right? Yeah. He is he is animated at 12 frames per second, so his movements seem jerkier and they don't feel quite right. Huh. Whereas the Spider-Man that's teaching him, Michael B. Parker... Michael, Michael B. Parker, Peter B. Parker, not to be confused with Michael B. Jordan. Very different people. The B always throws me off. Peter B. Parker, he's animated at the full 20 frames per second. So his movements seem fluid, right? Okay. So as you watch it, you feel like he's a better Spider-Man. He seems more fluid. He seems more normal where Miles is learning and he doesn't seem quite right. That's awesome. Like, that is a tiny, tiny... That's not even a detail that you would just know. Right. Like, it's so crafted. I just love everything about it. It's so great. So, speaking of things that I love so much, I have to tell you about something I did this weekend. Okay. Okay. So, um, did Richard ever do the Game Pass Ultimate thing?
0: Is that the Xbox one?
1: Yes. Yes. So there's the Game Pass, then there's Game Pass Ultimate, the one where, like, you can even play on the computer and stuff.
0: Yes, he's got that.
1: Okay, good. You need the login. you need to play this game. Because okay. it's only on the computer, it's not on the normal Xbox store for the Game Pass games. What's it called? Let me tell you how I found it first. Okay. So, Steam was having their big summer sale, right? Right. And I was looking through it one day, and Taylor was kind of sitting back there, and she goes, Ooh! What's that one? And just saw like the title card for it, right? She goes, That looks awesome. What is it? I was like, I have never heard of this. Let's watch the trailer. So I turned it on, we watched the trailer, and she goes, That looks like a game I'd never play. Passed (laughs) like (laughs) Drew in by the art, kicked out by the gameplay, right? Totally didn't really care. And I was like, Yeah, I mean, it seems okay. I kinda forgot about it. So Friday I was off work going through the game pass stuff, but I was doing it on the computer. 'Cause I was like, I wanna like see what I can do with this thing, you know? Uh-huh. And I found that game and I was like, oh well, I'm gonna download it. It it looked cool, so I'll play it. So it's called The Messenger. Right? Okay. I played it in eight to nine hour chunks, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I've completed the whole game and oh, the DLC.
0: My god.
1: It's all I could think about, all I could do. It is so good. <laughs> I love everything about it. So here's the hook, right? Tell me, tell me. It's an 8-bit game like an old Nintendo game. Okay. So you're playing it, you're having a good time, everything's great, right? And then, about halfway through the game, you travel into the future, and it turns into a 16-bit game like Super Nintendo style. Cool. And then you get a time travel ability and you seamlessly go between 8 and 16 bit at will almost. And it changes the, the way the whole game looks and the music. Cool. So the music, so, so every song in the game is recorded twice, in 8 bit and then 16 bit. Oh, man. And so as you switch between the two things, like, it'll just, like, fade into the new version, fade into the old version. And it just does that when you switch time periods, right? And this music... It's so fucking bomb. I, I went through like all 50 songs in this game. Oh my god. To pick you out this one <laughs> just so you could hear how banging it is. All right. Now, I'm I wanted to play it in the podcast, but I was like, well, I guess I'd have to email the guy and get his permission, right? I
0: think we can play and like
1: I, a few
0: seconds of it.
1: I don't know. I don't know. So I might just like go to reaction stuff. But I was gonna email him at work today, or, like, Twitter, DM him, or whatever, and then shit got wild, and I didn't have time. Okay. I was like, you know what? I don't want to, like, half-ass, like, a copyright thing, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I'll deal with it later. But so, I picked this part out for you, just so you can be like, yeah, that sounds cool, and then wait for the shit to get real. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. In three, two, one, go. Okay. So... Sounds good so far, right? Hell yeah. You're like you're like, okay. I'm bopping. It's a nice baseline. You're like, alright, cool. Ooh, yeah, right? Okay. Ooh. And then you're like, oh yeah. This is alright. This is cool. I love it. This is neat. And then he goes, Oh, you thought that was good? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even good yet. Oh my god, what? Yeah, it gets better. This guy goes hard on this soundtrack then he says right here oh my god is this so good is this
0: my new favorite song this is the bomb oh my god okay listeners you have to listen to this we're gonna only in the show notes what the fuck this guy is going ape
1: okay every single song is like that though holy shit like there's a couple slow songs in it to like do like a mood or whatever right but like his only his like only switch is 11. This dude is banging out all of these tracks.
0: Okay, I've I've got to shut it off or I'm going to not going to stop dancing for the rest of the podcast.
1: Okay, I'm glad. I'm so happy that you like it as much as I thought. It's so good. Like I'm 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 going to dance to this for the rest of the night. Like I purposefully picked that one cuz cuz I was like, "All right, it starts off like, yeah, that's okay. Oh yeah, that is pretty good." And then you go, "Wait, Then it gets real. Damn. So, I've been listening to that soundtrack on repeat, like, all weekend long. I couldn't stop playing that game. It's, the cool, the story in it is amazing. It's hard as shit. Like, it really is. All right. It is a hardcore, like, Nintendo platformer. Hardcore gamers only. But please, if you can get your hands on this game... Please try it. It was an indie game. It's by that Devolver Digital that I was telling you about. Okay. So they found it and said, "Hey, let's help you put it out." And they released it for them, and it's the bomb. Yeah, for the
0: music alone, I'm gonna play this.
1: Oh, the music is where it's at. But it's so it's so funny. The writing in this game is on another level. So one little thing, I uh, so like you have your your, your like shopkeeper, right? Uh huh. And you go in there, you ask for upgrades and stuff. And I'm walking so through mean? his room, and there's a cabinet. So I was like, oh, let me interact with that. So I, so I click the button, and then he goes, please don't touch my cabinet. <laughs> and I go, oh, okay. So I leave, like, way later in the game, hours later. I come into the shopkeeper room, and the shopkeeper's not in it. So I go, oh, it's my chance to get into the cabinet, right? <laughs> okay. So I go to the cabinet, press the button, and he walks in the door that you walk in, and he goes... Yo, do you think it'd be that easy to get into the cabinet? Leave it alone. And then he leaves. So I go, okay. So I press it again. And he goes, don't be that guy. And then he leaves. So I press it again. And he comes back and he goes, you're being that guy. And you can keep pressing that cabinet button and he'll talk to you for 20 minutes. Dude. I went through the whole tree of dialogue. Oh my God. And one of them was, do you really think that it's going to be that easy do you think there wasn't some, like, bored intern here on a Friday night that was like, I'm just going to write hours of dialogue for this one moment that you might see because that guy did that, and this is it. You're reading it. <laughs> it's really on the nose about itself. It's it's like my new obsession right now. I can't stop thinking about this game.
0: Nice. Okay. Is so it, it multiplayer have, or single?
1: It is just single player. It's just for you to play. Okay. And since you have the Game Pass Ultimate, you can play it for free.
0: I'm gonna do that.
1: That's why I wanted to know. So, you need to go download the Xbox One, like, Game Pass Beta thing uh-huh. for your computer. I, I don't know how you'll find it. I but, think Richard has it on his. Okay. Get him to put it on yours. Put this game on that shit. Play the fuck out of it. Okay. It's so good. And I had one other thing to tell you just because I happened to find it at work today.
0: All right. what?
1: <clears throat> As we remember from a long time ago, we had been talking about how it's My Little Pony's last season, right? Oh my god, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so Comic-Con just happened uh, like two weeks ago, I think.
0: Something and So
1: like that. I was sitting at work like, well, New York Comic-Con's supposed to be good. Like, wh- when does that happen? So I looked it up and I was reading the dates and then I go... I think that's where the, that like weird BronyCon thing happens.
0: Weird BronyCon. Of course you have an awareness of this.
1: <clears throat> yeah, so I looked up BronyCon today. And to coincide with the uh, final season, this is its final year of the convention.
0: So say, Are they going right? to have a
1: ball pit? No. They <laughs> They have a gala, okay? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> in season one... It ends with this giant ball that they go to the grand galloping gala, right? the gala apple, and they're they have a grand galloping gala at this convention every year. Oh my okay? god! So anyway,
0: I'm not trying to nerd shame. I'm sorry. I just I have to. Okay, it's the judgment freeze. I no, I'm wait,
1: a, wait. Leave my judgment at the door. All right. You're about to bring it back. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> That's why I'm telling you this because you're gonna go holy fuck. All right. Okay. So I'm looking over the website, right? And this this final con is actually this weekend. Okay. It's in Baltimore, Maryland. It will have already happened by the time you listeners hear this, right? But so I go, Oh, they have a Grand Galloping Gala, that's that's neat. Ooh, they have a dress code. <laughs> I wonder what that could be. Black hooves only. So I click it. Yes, it is a formal attire event. <laughs> okay? You have to be in formal attire. You can do a cosplay, but your cosplay must be in formal attire. That's amazing. Okay? <laughs> you have to do, like, tux, suit, or a dress, right? Okay. You can be in costume, but you must be in formal attire. And I go, okay. So I'm still scrolling. I'm looking around. And then I get to another section. Okay. So there was, there was formal attire section. Right. The, co- the the cosplay section saying that you could, but please be in formal attire. Right. Then, then Kelsey. I'm so excited. What? <laughs> bring in bring in the judgment, please. Okay. It's back. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Judgment okay. case on. The title for this section of the dress code page was oh, Fursuits. Oh,
0: no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it said, yes, you may be in fursuits. Okay. <laughs> Fursuits are allowed, but we encourage that you do a partial suit and then form a wear. Wow, what? Why are you a partial suit? Like, Sam's head? What are you gonna do? So, I'm imagining you have, like, full-blown tux, but then, like, you got a tail poking out the back. Right? Or, like, just the head. Just a giant, bobble <coughs> furry head. Just, like, a nice suit, you look great, and then just, like, hey, with, like, the big mitts
0: and stuff on. Like, rainbow mane. <coughs>
1: Yeah. So
0: then so I read some more of it furries. and
1: uh Well so I'm gonna ask a question about this. But it said that you may have a guest that is your handler oh. because sometimes the suits are so bulky that I guess oh you need someone God. to like guide you around.
0: Jesus, I want that job. I wanna be
1: a furry handler. So you may be a handler and your handler may be your guest. Okay. So I would like to put a question out into into the podosphere whatever this is <laughs> if you are a furry could you please let us know what that's like and all about god i want to have a furry guest with was- was- i want what- yes i yes. want a furry guest so bad i want to ask you all the questions
0: please if there's a furry out there and you want to come on this show oh my god please we will, we will not make that judge happen. you
1: at all i just no. judge the fact that you're going to say formal attire only but you can be a fox in it
0: it. Uh, oh my God. Okay. So I read a hot take on furries on the internet this week
1: and it kind of changed my opinion a little bit. Like, <clears throat> so hang on, hang on, hang on. Before you get into that, can I crack this open? Cause yeah. You've been waiting a while, haven't you? <laughs> well, I just, I'm just going to get into this. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would crack something open, but I don't have a,
0: a crackable beverage this week. So I'll just, just give you a, okay. a little slurp here for the, <laughs> here's for the audio. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs>
1: All right, so you read a hot take.
0: I read a hot take on furries. So Mm
1: -hmm.
0: it was on Tumblr, of course, of all places. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's where they live. Well, you know, you gotta live somewhere. No. Um, So this person was saying that being a furry is not inherently a sexual thing. Oh, yeah, no. It's just like in the year of our Lord 2019, everyone is like immediately going to furries, getting their furries, and they have sex. And that's not always what
1: it is. I mean, you can...
0: You can. There's a subset of furries that do that,
1: <laughs> but well, I mean, that's like saying you know all people just do, you know? Yeah, like it it's is an expression of just you. It's an expression. It's what it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, it's your persona is essentially your persona. Look at you, you in were... the know
1: with the with the lingo. I know
0: the vocab, <laughs> yeah, right? So it's it's just basically like yeah, what you would be if you were an animal, like. I no. am a wolf who lives in the Arctic and I wear tuxedos. Like that's your first fursona. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like there's such a stigma in our society today that just immediately slots furries in with like the weird sex people. And that's not always what they are. Sometimes they're just people that have trouble with their identities. They have trouble expressing themselves and they yeah. feel most comfortable expressing it through this avenue that
1: feels mm-hmm. safe for them. So, so I totally agree. I think, When you say furries, people immediately think a sexual thing. Yes. Right? Um, I watched a video one time because I really wanted to know what was up with them. Because there was a guy at the Video Game Awards. He won for best, like, video game content creator on, like, YouTube and stuff. Uh Uh-huh. And he accepted his award in his furry suit. That's so cool. (laughs) And then then he gave, like, a little shout-out, like, furries are cool, like... I love all my other furry friends and all the shit, right? And I was yeah. like, good on this guy. Like, he went there as, as like his one self and wasn't afraid of it, you know? Yeah. So I looked something up and this kind of changed me on it. It was uh, like the furry con thing. So there's BronyCon, right? Right. Well, there is a furry con. So I was watching this video on it and it was this guy talking about how like he has no friends. Like, he can't make friends with anybody on this planet. And he kind of got into the furry thing, and he went to this furry con, and people show up in their costumes and stuff, and they typically don't take off the masks and stuff, you know? Yeah. But he said that, like, he was so scared to do it. Like, he had had a suit for a while, and he finally decided to go to this convention, and he walks in there, and he was immediately welcomed and just one of the group and it was like life changing for him to have people that understood him and cared about him see that's really sweet like they all have just it's, like that yeah. one
0: thing in common
1: it's like equality. it doesn't matter that it's a fur suit they wear you know yeah yeah it is it is an interest it is an expression of yourself cuz everybody wants everybody wants to be accepted for a thing that they are passionate for yeah you know like everybody wants to have somebody that can go oh I, I'm really digging this 16-bit audio track. <laughs> Most people won't like that, you know? Right. It's just nice to be able to say, what do you think? Well, it's not my favorite thing, but I kind of like it, you know? Yeah. Even if it's that. But this guy has gone to every furry con, and he looks forward to this like meetup that they do where he gets to see all of his friends that live across the country in all these places. See, that's and I really nice. that was the sweetest thing ever.
0: Yeah, that's like, that's a good way to live your life. You know, you have just widespread friends across the nation and you have this one common interest that you can all yeah. get together and just totally nerd out about for,
1: you know, however long the convention goes for. So if you are a furry and you'd like to be on the show, when we brought up the judgment thing before, it's not because you are a furry.
0: Yeah, I hope you didn't shut the podcast off at that point because...
1: It was the fact... That it's a formal attire only, but it's, then they go, but so- you <laughs> can wear this instead. Like, that's not formal attire. I'm Maybe sorry. Maybe they
0: make a bigger tuxedo that their fursuit will fit into. Or you just wear the I tuxedo I
1: like It was like, but we encourage you to, to go partial with formal.
0: <laughs> just like, oops.
1: But, but you can <laughs> have the whole thing. So I did bring it up at work today and somebody was like... Like, see, what, well, when I think furry, I'm only thinking, like, a fox or a wolf or something. Yeah. But it's BronyCon, so if you were in your fursuit, could you have a horse one? Is that still a furry? I don't know. I guess so. Know. That's why we need a furry friend. Yeah. We need Somebody- to know this.
0: We need a furry expert. Robert, I did not come onto this podcast today expecting to discuss furrydom, but here we are.
1: I know. That's why I was like, you need to be ready. I have something for you. (laughs) This is not a list of approved topics. (laughs) So just quickly out there, if you are a furry, please, if you don't feel comfortable talking about it, you can sure as hell talk to us about it. Oh, always. We're interested. All the time. We want to know.
0: We'll keep you anonymous if you want to be anonymous. Like, you can come on and we'll address you by your furry name if you have a furry name. Yeah. Do do people have furry names?
1: Would would you just call it a fur name? Like a (laughs) surname?
0: (laughs) Oh, that got me. Sorry. (laughs) Uh,
1: Fur name. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. So... (laughs) We would love to discuss this with you. I cannot tell you that I will be changed into wanting to buy my own fursuit. Because I've heard they are expensive as shit. And they look really high quality craftsmanship. Like, holy shit. Oh, yeah. People put detail into those fursuits. Please get in touch with us if any furry hears this. If any furry would like to divulge their, I guess, it's not really a fandom. It's furdom. Yeah, you're like furdom. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about being a brony, so trust me, I know how it feels to be in a group that people are like, ooh, you know? The second you put cool. on a brony fursuit, I, okay, <laughs> I just, you <laughs> might have to have a talk at that point. So I was thinking about it, it was like, I would go to this final brony con thing, and then I was like, but I don't wear anything, like. You should get like a horsetail just for the occasion. Will they accept me? It sounds like they are accepting of anybody, so... Yeah, but I'm like the one guy that's like, I'm in normal clothes. And they're like, you don't really watch this show. Sean,
0: Sean, Sean, the (laughs) non-believer.
1: Can I go as one of them? Charlie. (laughs) They're like, no, we don't like them. They're mean. (laughs) This this is about friendship. Not stealing your friend's kidneys. (laughs) So anyway, that's the two things I wanted to tell you about. My awesome game and the fact that you can wear a fursuit to a grand galloping gala. (laughs) All right. I love it. (laughs) So uh, we have just a little topic for you today. Uh, We got an email that I thought was really cool. So we get our emails from Haley, right? Right. I work with Haley. Got another email from someone that I work with. Is it Haley? It is not Haley. Oh my god, what? She's like, I gave you enough topics. <laughs> so, this one comes from Amy, who has been a longtime listener as well from the start. And so, she finally worked up the courage to write us an email and said that I could use her name. So, hello, Amy. How are you?
0: Hello, Amy. And Amy asks, I wanted to ask both of you if you've ever had an experience where you went in to watch a movie where you didn't read the review or watch a trailer and realized halfway through that it was not at all what you imagined it to be. For example, I watched Black Klansman recently and thought it would be a 100% cheesy comedic movie similar to a (laughs) 2000s scary movie genre. It had some funny scenes, but it was not at all such. It was a very well-written, with historical background throughout, which I realized halfway through after telling my husband that it would be quote-unquote hilarious.
1: Okay, so just... I read the ending of that wrong because I thought her husband had told her that it would be hilarious, and she was like, okay.
0: I'm just uh, picturing... Amy,
1: like... I'm pretty sure I told you about this movie when I saw it. <laughs> I don't think I said it was hilarious.
0: I just... I, I, I'm trying to figure out, like, what set of circumstances led to Amy thinking a movie called Black Klansman would
1: be I mean, hilarious. okay, to her credit... <laughs> It was marketed as kind of funny, and people do come out of it going, "That was a pretty funny movie." Really? And it is funny. I thought it was parts. like a hundred percent like somber history about
0: the persecution of black people.
1: Not really. So I think they try to go like a little funny so that you feel easy about it, right? Okay. Because at the ha, have you seen it? I have not. Okay. So, you go the whole movie feeling like, wow, like. I mean, the movie is about a black police officer that calls the KKK from the police phone and goes, I want to join, I'm a white dude, and gets in the KKK. What? And this really happened. This Holy is a true shit. thing that happened, right? Okay. And so, being a black man. He can't go to the meetings, so they get another police officer to go in his place. So there's, like, two people pretending to be the one guy. Okay. So he handles the phone conversations, and then this other cop handles the in-person conversations. Wow. So it's kind of hard to, you know, keep that up, because, like, you have to... Like, they have a part in the movie where he's like, anything you say, anything that's mentioned, you have to tell me 100%. Like, we have to be the same mind. Why couldn't they just have the white guy be on the phone, too? Because he's the one that called. And he talks to the head of the KKK, like, every day at work. Oh my god. Like, they become friends. <laughs> it's like this whole thing, right? But so, like, the movie's pretty pretty easy. It's not really, like, like, whoa, right? Yeah. I mean, that subject matter can get whoa, right? Yeah. But it's pretty easy to digest, like, the whole way through. And then, first of all, if you look at it, it's written by Spike Lee. Okay. So, you know, it can't be just, like, okay. Yeah. Okay. He's not
0: really, like, a 100% cheesy, comedic movie type
1: of guy. Yeah. yeah, so he leads you in the whole time, and then that ending, right there at the end, that whole theater was bawling and crying. He goes, all right, I got you hooked, right? You're willing to listen now. I'm pulling that fucking rug. <laughs> And he pulls that rug, and he hits you fucking hard right there at the end. All right. And it is, I mean, it hurts. Like, it really hurts to watch what he has to say, because he's not wrong. This movie won Oscars, didn't it? It did win. Yeah, he finally won for writing a movie. Nice. Um, It it was my pick for the best picture when I saw all of them. yeah. Until the last one, which was Green Book, and I really did like Green Book, though.
0: I liked Green Book, too. Actually, that was one movie that I went into it thinking that it was going to be something that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I really enjoyed Green Book as a movie. I thought that it was overall good, but I thought the story would hit harder than it did it it was a lot more airy and light than i thought it was going to be like there were yeah, a lot of scenes that
1: were definitely like the lighter version of this okay you know?
0: yeah there were a lot of scenes that were you know difficult to watch and they were tough but there were also yeah. a lot of scenes that were like yeah. it's a funny time we're having a good time together and i didn't yeah. expect that
1: like they're both race related movies and green book definitely like hints like yeah bad things happened right yeah. But it never really gets there. Yeah, it doesn't fully... So you do fully... feel okay by the end.
0: Yeah, it's just kind of like a dipping your toe into the controversy. It's not like yeah. smack you in the face, kind of like, wow. So,
1: so Black Klansmen, you know, this takes place in the 70s, right? Uh-huh. Where this black cop calls the KKK and joins them, right? That's
0: just wild to me. I can't believe that actually happened.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's so wild. It's such a roller coaster of a movie, because there's shit going down, right? Yeah. But so, they end the whole little case there, they do all this stuff, (coughs) and then it jumps ahead to, like, today, with real footage of when Trump was elected, and, like, all the neo-Nazis that showed up and stuff. Jesus Christ, with their fucking tiki torches. Yeah. And so... Basically, you just watch, like, a light comedy movie about, hey, look at how race was in the 70s, right? Yeah. And then you get just basically real footage of today, and you go, nothing has changed. God. You watch that whole movie, and not one thing is better. Like, it's truly not better. Yeah, it stresses me out to think about her. Yeah, and everybody was crying, and probably not, because they were like, yeah, we are horrible people. They were just, I mean, it just... It really hurts, because it shows, like, when that car drove through, like, a big crowd of people. Yes. Like, it shows so much stuff. And you're like, people fucking suck. Yeah. People (laughs) suck. And it just really hits it home right there at the end. It is a super good movie. But like I said, most of the ones that I super like, I can only really watch them once. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna watch this one again, just because, It sounds
0: like it's... It, it, like once would be enough It's kind of heavy <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But actually speaking to her question I have had a movie do that to me And it was the movie I, I watched Right before Black Klansmen At oh. the Best Picture Showcase What was it? It was The Favorite Shape of with, Water? No oh. The Favorite
0: Oh the movie The Favorite? Yeah What was that about? I recognize okay. the title But I don't remember the movie at all So it's got Emma Stone
1: And Rachel Wise I love them I love them, too. They're so pretty. So it's like, ooh, great, great people. These these are two of my favorite people. And the trailer depicts it as the funniest fucking movie, right? It's like, this one is, like, the queen's best friend, but this one's trying to become her best friend, and who can, like, outsmart the other or out prank the other to be her favorite, <laughs> right? Okay. And I was like, that movie looks fucking hilarious. Cannot wait to see it. Watch that movie. That is 0% funny and totally boring. (laughs) Because it is not pranking. It's, like, straight up backstabbing. Lose your job, lose your family, lose your right to be in this home, have to move out of the country. Like, it's bad. That sounds rough. It's not a good watch. And then it made (laughs) zero sense. But, like, there wasn't much to, like, save that movie. And it was... 0% 0% funny like I was led to believe. Hmm. So that one, yeah. totally yeah.
0: You know what movie I went into thinking it was going to be fucking funny and it wasn't? What? Funny People. See, Literally, heard the heard that. movie is I've called Funny People. It's got Adam Sandler and Seth Rogen and that other chick, Leslie Mann. Yeah. Oh, oh, they're God, all very I've funny heard. people. It's George by Judd Apatow, a funny person. Yeah. And you go into it and it's just like, oh, he's... He's fucking dying. Okay. We're gonna be oh, sad now. It's gonna be a sad, sad movie. <laughs>
1: <sighs> so this one's not like I realized halfway through that it was different, but did you ever see the breakup with Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston?
0: Is that the one where they're in Hawaii with like Russell Brand?
1: No. That's forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh. I don't so think it's the breakup. Is Vince Vaughn and Jennifer Aniston like break up during the movie, right? Uh-huh. Like, their relationship is just on the rocks. Things are not going good. And that's, a, that's like, good casting. Vince Vaughn's a funny guy. Yeah. Jennifer can be funny, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was Rachel for a billion years, you know? And so it's called The Breakup, and you're like, dude, they're just gonna, like, break up. Like, things are bad, but they'll get back together, right? It ends with them just breaking up! <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, it tells you right in the title. <laughs> yeah, but you spend the whole movie... Going like, this is just getting worse and worse. Like, what's going to turn it around? And nothing does. And you're just left like, that sucked. Dang. This is a, a bad story.
0: That's a good first date movie, huh?
1: Yeah, like, it hurt my feelings. Like, it really hurt my feelings.
0: <laughs> God, I can't imagine, like, going on a date and watching that movie and just being like, oh, that that was good. What, what, do, you, what do you think, honey? <laughs> what
1: What did you think when they were like, we can't save this anymore? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really tearful car ride home right there. And they're just sad the rest of the movie. God. I mean, yeah, it was awful. Sometimes you gotta. You know, there's movies like that where you realize it's not what you thought, you know? Yeah. And that can be bad. But I've gone into some movies with no idea what it even was. <laughs> and come out with like, that's the best movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, I have one that fits that category. What's yours? Okay, mine is Mr. Brooks. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't know if I've seen that one. It's Kevin Costner, and he's a murderer, but he has a normal day job, and he's really good at murdering people. Like, like (laughs) it's kind of just like, it's it's like his fix. He's not like a serial one where like he just has to murder everybody. It's just like this like want inside of him, and sometimes it builds up, so he kills somebody. He's good at disposing of everything, and nobody ever knows. Nobody ever suspects him. And then his need is fulfilled, and then he goes about his boring life. Well, that sounds
0: like a serial killer to me.
1: (laughs) Well, I don't know. Like, a serial killer, to me, like, super enjoys it. But he kind of doesn't want to do it, but it's, like, this need (laughs) that he has. Okay. And then he's afraid that his daughter will have, like, will have this need in her as well. Uh Uh-huh. So then the whole movie is him, like trying to, like, protect her from getting the, getting this need. She goes to, to, like, college, and somebody dies at her college. So he goes to kill people there to make it look like it's a copycat of something else so that they'll <laughs> take the track off of her. But what really got me was there's this guy that's always talking to him, and it turns out that it's a guy that's, like, in his mind the whole movie. Oh. Like, it's his voice that kind of tells him to do this stuff. Okay. And you don't realize that until the very end of that guy's scene.
0: Interesting.
1: Like, like, like he's there the whole time, and you're like, this guy's a bad influence. Like, he needs to quit hanging out with him. <laughs> and then it turns out that it's the bad part of his brain, right?
0: Okay, that sounds like a movie I'd really
1: like. I'll probably and watch that one. Dane Cook is in it. What? <clears throat> Dane Wait, Cook maybe
0: I have seen this movie. Dane Cook, like,
1: <clears throat> pisses himself
0: in a part of it? I don't know. There's, like, a part where they're, like, breaking into a house, and Dane Cook pees his pants. Maybe?
1: Maybe that's a different movie. I just remember that Dane Cook, like, like he slips up once, and Dane Cook sees him murder some people. Okay. And then he goes, dude, you're the guy that, like, they can't find. I aspire to be you. Teach me to do what you do. What? And so he starts teaching Dane Cook how to do all this stuff. Like, how to be good at it. And it was really cool, because, like, towards the end, Dane Cook is like, I'm the master, and he's gonna kill kevin costner to like prove it oh but kevin costner anticipates it and wants to kill him instead all right it's got a lot i knew nothing about it and i was in like a really bad mood and i like didn't want to see anything i didn't want to do anything and i was drugged to the movies and it was the only one playing and i was like i don't really care what we fucking do we watch it and i was put in the best mood because it was such a good movie (laughs) i can be in the worst mood and if you give me a good story, just a good movie, doesn't have to be a happy movie, but just a really good one, yeah, it'll totally story. right my ship and I'll be good to go. Right as rain. And I think about that movie all the time because of how it took me from this super bad place that I was in and it was just such a good movie. It brought my spirits like out of nowhere and it was something <laughs> I'd never even heard of.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. That's on my watch list.
1: It's Really good. So what is your... Didn't know what it was, but it was the bomb.
0: Perfume.
1: Oh, Did you ever watch that movie? love Perfume. Oh
0: my god, it was so weird.
1: I love it. I, I have seen it like five times.
0: It's the craziest shit. Like, I haven't seen it in so long, probably since it first came out, but it was yeah. on like my Netflix list at the time when Netflix would like mail you a disc and you would okay. watch the disc and mail it back, back in yeah. the olden days, snail mail times. Um, mm-hmm. So... I remember we had that on our list and I watched it. I can't remember if I watched it with my sister or just by <laughs> myself, but I just like the whole movie, I was just staring at the screen like what the fuck is happening. And I thought by the end I would uh-huh. understand. Like, yeah, like I thought I would understand. And at the end you just
1: completely, gets worse. Just
0: don't understand. <laughs> and it's so good. Like, Oh my God. It's one of my favorite movies. It's just, it's so crazy. I I can't even begin to
1: touch the plot of it, you know? Like. 0% idea where I heard about this movie.
0: Probably from me, because I wouldn't stop
1: talking about it for like six years straight. Why? (laughs) Because all I remember was for some reason I had to watch Perfume, and I got it from my college library. (laughs) Because they had a movie area, right? Yeah. So I got it, and I was trying to study uh, psychology while I was watching it. Impossible. I was like. This is perfect psychology stuff. <laughs> this guy's weird as shit. And I loved it. Yeah, that's uh, I, I recommend I it. I showed it to, to Taylor everybody. once. And she was like, This is weird. This is so weird. And I was like, just keep watching. She's like, This is weird. And it and it ended, and she was like, I fucking loved it though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's all I can say about that movie is like I, I didn't know what to expect going into it. I don't know what I expected coming out of it. Like that it's just one of those
1: things. Here's all I will tell you guys. Please watch it. But it is about a person with the world's greatest sense of smell. Like he can smell things from miles away. His like his everything. Sen- yeah. He can
0: smell like the dew on a ladybug's back. Like Yeah. He, he smells
1: everything. And he's trying to create the perfect perfume. But the perfect sense or well the perfect scent to him is of a woman like and that's all we're
0: gonna say about it
1: (laughs) he smells this girl and must recreate her scent and that's like where it goes and you're just like whoa you're gonna have to watch it Alan Rickman is in it if you guys love him fucking love Alan Rickman he can do no wrong yeah
0: rest his sweet soul
1: man I love him he's so cool so that's one I I do like a weird movie Yeah. Sometimes the weirder the better. And usually those come out of the most unexpected places. So here's one that I cannot talk people into watching. And I'm not even going to recommend it. Okay. I'm just going to tell you guys I've seen it and I liked it. Tell me. That's it. But me and dad were cruising Netflix one summer while I was off, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And there was a movie on there called Dead Girl. Mm. It's simply called... Dead girl, you've told me to watch this one, and I, yeah, can't bring myself to do it. So, we go, I wonder if it's about a dead girl. (laughs) (laughs) So, we turned it on and watched the whole movie. And it is nothing like you think that movie's gonna be about, and it is so fucking weird. But I love that movie, it's really, really good, it's very gruesome. And just grotesque, not in, like, graphic stuff, kind of, but just the thought and premise is pretty, like, why would you make a movie about that? It doesn't sound like it's a movie for the weak-willed. No, it is not. Definitely not. Human Centipede is one like that, too. Oh, Jesus. I... I can't.
0: (laughs) I cannot. Have you watched it? No, I will not. I refuse.
1: Okay, I finally watched it, like, ten years later.
0: I finally
1: have seen it. Because I have never seen it. And I should be the one of all people to have watched that movie. Yeah,
0: I guess if anybody's going to have to watch it, you'll take one for the team. And I watched it. And
1: guess what? It was bad? I loved it. Robert! It was so <laughs> good. <laughs> no. And weird. And gross. Uh It's really not as graphic as you think it's going to be. I've seen, like,
0: scenes from it.
1: Just, like, key scenes.
0: And I think that's all I need to see. Like, I've, I, why, one, why did they make it? Like, why, who in their right mind was just sitting somewhere in a basement was like, you know what would be a great movie? If I taped a bunch of mouths Um, and assholes together and we just.
1: It was, it was a
0: doctor that wrote that movie. (laughs) Why? I hope that his license to practice medicine has
1: been Revoked. He wrote it on the premise of this could actually happen. The science behind it, these people would live.
0: Okay, somebody needs to go to that dude's basement immediately
1: (laughs) and excavate it because holy shit, there's got to be some shit in there. So I'm, I'm pretty much good with the first one. I don't really need to see the other two. There'd be two more. Yeah. So (laughs) the second one is about a guy that has seen the movie and wants to recreate it at home. Jesus Christ. So it's a real meta thing. Okay. And then the third one is the doctor from the original movie, I think, goes to a prison and hooks every prisoner up together. Every so like,
0: single prisoner?
1: Like 50 people, yeah. A 50-person-long human centipede. I don't even... I don't... just... <laughs> because in the first one... The guy at the end of the three-person one died, so I don't know how the 50 of them were going to hang on.
0: Well, I feel like 48 of them are going to
1: die. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. It was weird. It was a really weird one.
0: What's the... What even... Like, does he just capture these people? Or are they willing subjects or just, like,
1: victims? <clears throat> no. They are kidnapped people. Just the victims of science. And he... So, like, the doctor in the movie is... he He was, like a super renowned surgeon and he comes up with this idea of this human centipede and all of his colleagues like dismiss him so he goes oh sorry Jekyll b i just elbowed her in the eyeball because <laughs> oh, she snuck up oh. behind me <laughs> you can't sneak up behind me are you okay <laughs> give her the judo elbow yeah mm, go away thank you <laughs> jesus christ i didn't hear her or feel her walk up and i like Swung my arms down and just go, bam, right in the nose. Oh, poor baby. Poor baby. So (laughs) he gets shunned by his, like, colleagues and just kidnaps people simply to prove to himself that he can do it. And he's just a really weird dude. All right. I wouldn't recommend it to most people. Like, only watch it if you want to be able to say, I've watched a weird movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would say if you want to be able to say you've watched a weird movie, go watch Perfume. It's... It's better, I think.
1: It's much because better because it'll leave you going like, "What? <laughs> what?
0: And it's not going to leave you
1: going." You say, "You say why?" Yeah,
0: why? Why? Why?
1: <laughs> so yeah, that was a good question, Amy. That was a really there, good question. That was a thinker. There are some that have done that. Um, you know, we love a good movie question. Can, we'll go on for talk hours. About movies, I've seen too many. Yeah, and I would like to see more. Yeah, see, that's my problem. I've seen a lot of movies, so everyone would assume I've seen a, a bunch of classic movies. Yeah. But I tend to seek out the weirder ones that, like, people don't know. The fringe movies. Kind of, because they're just on that cusp of, like, yeah, it actually was decent, but it was a little, like, too much. Yeah. I, I do like a movie It's just a little too much. <laughs> like, whoa, Gross. Uh, I am excited for. Did you ever see House of a Thousand Corpses?
0: Is that Rob Zombie? Yes. Yes.
1: Did you see The Devil's Rejects? I don't think I saw that one. It's a much better version of House of a Thousand Corpses. Well. But those movies are a little too much. Like. Oh, I love you know, those. They're so campy. They don't. They don't pull some punches on some stuff, though. You know. Yeah. But uh, the third one in that trilogy is going to come out this year. Nice. And I cannot wait to see it. What's it called? Uh, it's called Three from Hell. All right. And because you haven't seen the second one, you don't understand how weird that's going to be.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to
1: uh, brush up. Probably really watch Cause... House of a Thousand Corpses because it's been a minute. So I did make Taylor watch it. And, um, yeah, she didn't like it. All right. And I don't blame her. <laughs> I didn't think she would. I was surprised she made it all the way through. She actually... Sat there and watched the whole thing. Good for Taylor. <laughs> and I was like, you don't have to. And she's like, go ahead. You <laughs> just talk get about it, over it with. You talk about it. Just do it. Like, okay. So, uh, that's one that I can recommend to you guys, too. I do like that one. If you have one of those fringe movies that's a little too much, please send it my way, because I will watch the shit out of it. Yeah, we want to hear about it. I like those kind of things. I don't like them to go, like too bad you know like don't go bad just for the sake of being bad go bad for a reason yeah there's one that i still want to see called a serbian film
0: it's called a serbian
1: film yes um okay i'm just gonna tell you about it off the air because it's it it is that bad okay (laughs) so not for our listeners ears you guys can look that one up on your own have fun sweet all right, you ready to pop this one out of the BCR? Yeah. Please tell your friends about us. Help us grow this audience. Find anybody that likes podcasts. Tell them, yo, you want to hear a podcast? Here's a podcast. Say podcast a bunch of times fast, and then make them listen to our podcast called You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. You guys got that? Okay. If you turn around real fast, three times,
0: look in the mirror, say podcast, we will appear Wait behind period.
1: you. And and then we just go, oh! <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never miss an episode. We have people on so many different devices doing stuff. I think it's so cool that, like, you can listen to us on, like, anything. Anything. You know? Like, podcasts are so digestible. I don't know why they're not, like, a bigger thing.
0: It's because they're low-carb. You know?
1: Uh, we release weekly, every single Monday. If you have a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would help <gasps> us out we so, got so much.
0: One more review, Did I I forgot to tell you. Oh!
1: oh! They didn't write anything, motherfucker, but they gave us five stars. Mm. I believe I said the last time I discussed that, please <laughs> write something too, because it hurts my feelings.
0: I'm just I'm so happy we have a fourth
1: review. And we have four now. I guarantee you somebody was like, I'm not gonna write anything. Stop. Fuck with just that. to spite you. I bet it was Haley. <laughs> Probably so. I'm going to ask. All right.
0: You can uh, find us and friend us on social media. We are at YMBTOAP on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like and follow our Facebook page. You can also email us at ymtope at gmail.com. That is YMBTOAP. Stands for You Must Be Thinking of Another Podcast. We want your listener mail so bad. Please mail us a crazy movie that you want to watch. A crazy movie that you have watched. Uh, something we would recommend to us. A topic. If you're a furry, please fucking get in touch with us. I want to please. meet a furry.
1: Please. I want a furry friend so bad.
0: Please. We're not going to make fun of you. I 100,000% promise. I just I want, want to I want a
1: friend from, like, every different type of fandom or every different type of thing, you know? questions for y'all. Like for we everybody. Just wanna, we, we just want to know. We don't want to know to judge. We want to know to be just more to inclusive know. of everything. Yeah. yeah. We just
0: want to know. I want to be educated. Come on here because, educate me. Because we're not...
1: So, clearly, why are the people that are are like we just want to know. It's different, you know? It's um, curiosity. I got to say when your sister asked us to go deep on the social media thing. Uh-huh. That was so much fun. Please. It was. Tell us something to just say, "Hey, here's a here's a topic. Go all in." Go Give deep. us one of those. I would love that. And uh our theme song is Thinker. I almost forgot to do my part. <laughs> Our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. So much good music. And as always, thanks for listening. And tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Why isn't this movie what I thought it was? It's because it's not for you. But we had one more important sound we wanted you to hear. Uh, clicked the link in Discord and it took it to Internet Explorer. Gross! Fuck
0: gross! Nasty! This is a Google Chrome House.